the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Love never inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern-day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly set love, set the captives Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. Now, here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today uh, with a special guest who I actually have talked to a million times, but I've just met her for the first time in person. I'm super excited about that. But before I introduce her, I want to, of course, introduce my partner in justice, Benita Hopkins. Hello, Vanessa. Good to be in the house together. Yes, yes, yes. So... Um, we have some exciting, uh, uh, things to discuss today and just yes. fun. I'm, I'm seeing polka dots. You, are <laughs> you seeing too. like these little, yeah, yes. pink and white. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we are in studio today with Nancy Weatherholt. She's a skin and makeup a concierge with Mary Kay Cosmetics. Uh, she's been the sales director for 25 years, training and mentoring women in uh, Mary Kay, as well as recently has taken on the role as the managing director for Polka Dot Powerhouse Connection Group. Um, and her group is specifically based in Pleasanton, California. She's going to be telling us about that. Um, a way for women to network, to come together, to support each other and our various um, uh, goals and mission. And uh, so I'm super excited to have you on, Nancy, and thanks for being here. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to share. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, as we've taken on this issue of human trafficking, uh, we have really uh, connected ourselves with uh, organizations that are about empowering women, maybe women that have come out of um uh, abusive re- uh, situations out of human trafficking or women that are highly vulnerable to that. And um, I found that uh, some of the uh, business uh, opportunities like that Mary Kay provides uh, that other social enterprises provide um, have been uh, life saving and life giving um, to many women, uh, you know, that, that don't know that they have certain gifts and certain abilities. And so I thought it would be interesting, you know, uh, of course, um, I want to talk about polka dot, but just to begin with, 
Um, let's talk about, you know, the last 25 years where you've been, um, you know, leading uh, sales teams uh, with Mary Kay and what got you to that place of wanting to do that. And and then what have you seen? What 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 has what really um, uh, made your heart go pitter patter? Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> what actually led me to Mary Kay is I had been an off and on user. I would lose my consultant. And actually at that point in my life, I was working for a title company as a marketing rep and I was actually diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. So sometimes when you have a wake up call, Mm. you think of, okay, am I really happy? Am I living out my purpose? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I decided that I wanted to do something fun and actually to benefit women in so many ways, in Mm -hmm. beauty and in empowerment. That's great. I love the way you said living out my purpose. And uh, I've been, I have, that's been heavy on my mind uh, for the last couple of weeks, just thinking about uh, purpose. What is your why? What is your purpose? What is your assignment? And so you felt like your assignment was to, to do what with women? Well, what, I mean, it's like in the corporate world, most of the time, and this is not, you know, bashing uh, the males, but many times the women don't, they only get token management positions. Mm. And it's still today, if you were to look at it across the board, there are um, men making more money for the same job as women. And so what women have done is they've had to take on what you might say a masculine role Mm -hmm. and especially when they are in higher positions, they don't have coworkers that are friends. They don't have support. And so that's what I basically, you know, found in those positions. And so what I have recently, I mean, throughout my career, when people started a Mary Kay business, we, they were all happy. You know, Mm -hmm. we could acknowledge them just for doing a little bit Mm -hmm. and a praise goes a long ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. So as you know, um, I work in the high tech industry where for many years, I think uh, Cisco is is getting much better at diversifying uh, the workforce, um, both in terms of gender and also racial, um, you know, uh, just across the board, all of the social, economic, racial even to, you know, uh, employing people who have disabilities, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse Across me, all demographics. just all demographics. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's very encouraging to me because I'm all about the people and recognizing, seeing the gift in each person, you know, the way that they are and um, what they have to contribute in. And so, so, but, but I will say that I'm, I'm kind of old school in that uh, I was trained, you know, to be a good soldier uh, early on to uh, wear my, my black uh, business uh, uh, suit and my Navy business suit and not be too friendly and not uh, laugh too much. And, you know, all of those uh, cultural things, or uh, I would say things that I think are common for maybe a woman to do uh, were viewed as a weakness mm-hmm. in a boardroom. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, you know, I remember uh, just, I remember going to a meeting a couple years ago in Chicago 
and I was sitting outside of the boardroom and I was one I was actually one of the speakers that was going to address the board of a very large organization. I won't say which one it is because I have something negative to say. <laughs> but uh, the uh, one of the uh, admins, a, a woman came up to me and said, um, people who sit on this uh, who sit on this bench are um, are waiting to go into the board. And I thought, wow. Uh, you know, and I began to, rather than saying, uh, I was you know, upset and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm actually the speaker for the upcoming meeting. And, uh, and I was, uh, offended and, and, but then I began to look, I went in the bathroom and I said, hair, let me look at my makeup and my outfit. And, you know, what was it that, that made her think that I wasn't, you know, good enough to be in the boardroom. And so that, that pressure is a lot. It's a lot. So I totally get what you're saying in terms of, um, you know, uh, finding a place where we can be feminine leaders and empowered, and empowered in that. Yeah. We can be business owners. Right. Right. We can. Yeah. So that's that is um, that's great. So that was your mission. And you were working in corporate America prior to that. Well, I've had several um, different positions. Originally out of college, I was a school teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I have that skill of teaching. But um, and then I worked as a real estate agent and then also marketing mm-hmm. for title companies. OK. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I did prior to Mary Kay. Yeah. Well, that all of that comes in very handy. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all <laughs> contributed to the whole. Yeah. yeah. Portable skills. Right. Yes. Um, I was just just a comment um, closing on this whole notion of equality and uh, of uh, empowerment. I was watching a show. I'm not much of a tennis person, oh, I am. but I, I I was watching the Wimbledon. <laughs> right. And how or U.S. Open. Or, One well, that's happening. Right no, now. they were talking about the uh, okay. Wimbledon uh, this the past previous. year okay. and how Venus uh, was or not this past year, but um, it, his, it was a historical, like mm-hmm. a documentary. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about how she was able to receive the same reward mm-hmm. as the man for mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. in history, $1.371 million wow. as the reward mm-hmm. for winning Wimbledon. Wow. And that was a historical event and how people had, uh, uh, you know, were a little... Put, put pushed out of shape with mm. the way that she highlighted that the you know that the women were being paid thirty seven percent of the reward that the men were being mm-hmm. paid, mm-hmm. and uh, I just thought you know she just smiled and she was very gracious so uh, not you know she poked the bear a little bit but she was very gracious in saying um, thank you for the opportunity to establish. Um, equality for women and um, provide others behind me the vehicle to uh, be seen Mm. as valuable. That's cool. Yeah. So we're going to take a break um, because I know that that's um, very much part of Polka Dot Powerhouse. Right. And I want to hear a little bit more about what you're doing there and what the vision is for this new uh, group, connection group that you are pulling together. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Feels. So 
I need some correction. I, I, I was sitting here going, was it Serena or Venus? Serena or Venus? So it was actually Serena who was being interviewed. And, uh, and uh, I know that Venus right now is playing for the U.S. Open because Serena is pregnant. Yep. But what were you saying about that? Serena also recently made um, history um, as this past year in February, before she announced that she was expecting, she was in the Australian Open and won as a pregnant woman. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just amazing uh, the doors that are opening. And um, so speaking of that, so tell us about Polka Dot Powerhouse. What is that about? Okay. Well, what it is, is it's about um, many different things, but it's about women connecting um, in groups or one-on-one. We call it connecting the dots. And when we have our meetings or we meet with a po- with another polka dot sister we really like to get to know the person on a personal level mm-hmm. so it's not like oh you know this is what i'm selling today you know buy my product it's we like to have meaningful and deep uh, relationships with one another that's awesome yeah. yeah, and so I actually um, uh, have become a member of the Pleasanton chapter, uh, and I promise I will come to a meeting. It's been kind of crazy trying to get in there and meet uh, with the ladies, but you're up to 36, 37 members We're now? We're up to 37 members, and we usually start out with, like I mentioned, 20 to 30 people. Mm-hmm. So we actually, I'm so excited because we just became a Silver Elite chapter mm. and um, before launching. So we will be launching the end of this month, uh, September 27th. Yes. So I'm telling every, all my dots and all my team, <laughs> we can do all 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I really think it's something that women are really looking for. Um, and you know, there's other groups out there that can also fulfill other needs, but this is a very unique group. And so tell us about the kinds of women, like what kinds of industries are, are, are people working in and, and what is the charter of this, 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 uh, chapter? Okay. So basically what, um, I, we have a wide variety of, um, business women in our group. And by the way, you don't have to be a business woman. Mm-hmm. You can be a woman who's in transition mm-hmm. and she would, and you would just like to connect with some other women, uh, find out some possibilities of things that you can do. So actually I have, um, we have a real estate agent, a mortgage broker. I have another gal who actually is a stylist in clothing Mm. and she does amazing work. She actually um, does the color fans where you are wearing this, Mm -hmm. the, the correct colors based on your own coloring. And she calls them having your power colors. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. And I have another gal who does clothing, but her, she has you shop in your closet. Oh, and so like, you know how sometimes 
Well, most of the time, we as women, we maybe wear actually 20% of what's in our closet. Mm -hmm. So she can help you mix and match things or come up with things that you never even thought of doing. Hmm. Uh, So I have that. That's fun. Yeah. So we have um, a gal who sells wine. So that's a good one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another gal does social media. And actually, I'm training with her. Okay, good. <laughs> so that's been one of my challenges, but I'm I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. And she also ha- does seminars. You know, so we also do seminars too. And then we have another gal who is actually she does uh, place women in different jobs. Uh huh. And then she also has a new nutritional product that she sells. So that's just some of the ones that we have. So I love the diversity and I love the fact that we can um, have women within the group that actually have like some similarities as far as clients and potential client customers where they can collaborate. Yes. Yes. Love that. So... Um, a nice mix of women, and um, do you do you have a mission for the chapter that you that you've kind of shored up on, or is that something you will develop as the team comes together? Well, we yeah, we usually we haven't actually stated that yet. Okay, but what I would you know my word for this year, I'm somehow I'm going to put it in the mission, but my word for this year, someone asked me, well, what's your word for the year? And I said, elevate. Mm. And so I feel like I've personally elevated myself by taking on the management of, of the direct, uh, polka dots, but also just helping other women elevate. And yes. what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes we don't have the self-confidence or we feel that we can't do something, but, you know, it's it's all in getting that support. It's in that mindset and we can, we can go for it and we can um, do it. It's kind of like I heard a story one time about this gentleman who he was a runner and he was like a one leg runner and he actually run, ran, you know, a long distance, but somebody asked him, well, how did he do it? And he said, I did it one telephone pole at a time. Mm. Wow. So, you know, sometimes we're looking, we we see the goal, but many times our brain goes into fear and flight and thinks, mm-hmm. oh, well, we can't do it. So, right. Yeah. Um, I, so I actually, uh, just this week, I, I went back to my Weight Watchers meetings and um, that's something I used to be a Weight Watchers um a uh, lifetime member. Uh, I've gotten away from that, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to get back to it. But one of the things that I like uh, that they talk about is the idea of doing uh, using the acronym SMART, um, mm. which is um, specific, measurable, actionable, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, um is it repeatable? I, I, I have to I have to look it up. But, um, I, they revisited that acronym. And um, and it's helping me to get back on track because of that specific, measurable, um, actionable. I think it's reasonable, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, is the R in SMART. 
and um, I'll, I'll pull up the tea, but it, it's absolutely, um, you know, important that we don't, over, you know, overdo it, uh, don't overcommit and um, and overwhelm ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, but then still push ourselves a little bit. Right. right? So yes. there's that that fine balance. And um, and so that's great. So so you'll be forming your mission. And um, what do you um, so you think about you're thinking about elevate. Uh, and so it, and then you are really interested in kind of being more than a networking group, but more intimately involved with the women that are there, seeing that who they really are, which is exciting to me because I think I'm involved in a lot of networking. Um, but oftentimes there's not enough um, meat on the bone to to I mean, it's it's great to network, um, but to know that people actually care about you and take the time to know them and care about them. It's just a little bit more rewarding, I think. So um, so that's awesome. So what I'd like to do when we come back is talk a little bit about um, what we're doing here with Love Never Fails and um, some of the vision that uh, uh, I have in terms of elevating young women and young men in our communities and, um, and just brainstorm a bit. How, you know, how might... How do you think business people uh, might be able to relate to what we're trying to do? So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Again, we're in the studio with Nancy, and we are hearing all about her role as a sales leader with Mary Kay and as the managing director with Polka Dot Powerhouse. And and uh, and what a what a awesome time um, we're going to have. It seems like. Um, uh, Nancy is, uh, and that's what Nancy Weatherholt. Um, Nancy is uh, committed to elevating uh, young women in uh, or older anybody, just any age, right? Right. Uh, uh, and uh, just people in the community um, to to the level that um, they may not even be know that they're able to achieve. And uh, I want to ask you about that. So you know, in in my dealings with uh, young ladies and young men. Uh, you know, I found oftentimes the trauma that one has experienced is is a, a huge distraction from uh, a person knowing who they really are, uh, from a person understanding their true purpose and their ca- true capabilities. And so oftentimes as we are, especially when we're in our housing program, we are trying to um, stabilize a person um basic necessities, you know, love, shelter, food, you know, but then once you get past that stabilization, that's where uh, there, there becomes this time where people begin to see themselves. And I always say, uh, you know, I'm, I joke around with the staff and I say, Oh, she's starting to feel herself. She's feeling herself. (laughs) And and that's just means, you know, that's slang for, I I'm starting to realize who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to have some 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 uh, requirements. I'm starting to set some boundaries. Um, sometimes my boundaries, and I, I notice oftentimes right around you know the 45, 60 day mark, 
the boundaries are a little extreme because you've never said them before. You've never said, I don't like that or I don't want to do that or I'm I'm I, I'm that's not my purpose. That's not what I'm about. And so when you get safe, you're actually able to say those things and know that you won't be beaten or uh, tongue lashed or whatever for uh, for doing that. And so. It's then it's right then where having access to uh, places, safe places where people can cast vision over their life and say, hey, here's some here's some options. Here's some opportunities. So so tell me about how uh, well Mary Kay or Polka Dot Powerhouse. How how does how is that used as a platform to do what you described in terms of elevating women? How does it all work? Well, it's basically with Mary Kay Cosmetics is people can come in and work at, you know, a, the level that they choose to. Mm-hmm. And they're actually, we do ongoing training. We have training online. And then also when someone is new, I actually support them by going to their appointments until they're ready to say, okay, I can do the next one on my own. But you get... We have weekly meetings, so they get ongoing support. And as far as polka dot is, it's I feel it's it's really a feeling that you have when you are part of polka dot. So when when I talk about feelings, I believe that you know it just, just it's across the board with women many times, and I've even experienced it before. You know, our brain has little messages that it sends to us and we feel that we're not good enough. And if it's really amazing because I went to a seminar one time and it was actually men and women. And that was really their core belief. If you strip everything away. So I really feel that when you are in a group like Polka Dot or Mary Kay, you know, it can be other organizations is that you can elevate people because they're develop they're seeing that they are good enough that they can do it yes and it makes such a difference in how they feel how they look yeah and so it, it seems like the key is it, it, at least in, initially it's on their terms and they do it as 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 they you know as they feel comfortable uh, with a with a supportive team behind them, and um, you know, dare I say that's trauma informed, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much the uh, the model that we use in restoring survivors of human trafficking in our homes is um, saying, "Hey, what what is it that you want to do? Here's some options," and and then supporting them along the way, and uh, you know, showing them. This is this is uh, this is how I did, you know. This is how I became a businesswoman, or maybe they're interested in the medical field. Bringing somebody in who's a nurse or who's a doctor and saying, "This is how I did it." Um, you know, do you want to try this, or maybe you want to change this up? You know, that kind of thing. And so it's a it's a, it's exciting to um, be able to pour into somebody like that. Do you find that rewarding? I do, and. Yeah. I even do um, get so much reward when uh, a woman comes in and, you know, maybe she's 
I'm doing a group appointment and they just came for like being a part of the group because the hostess asked them. <laughs> but what's so funny is they come in maybe, I mean, all of us can do this. We don't really know what sometimes what we're capable of doing, but they come in, they're maybe unhappy that they're there and they're thinking about what they need to do when they get home. But I love the transformation, mm. you know, yeah. the, the smile on their face, you know, and just with a little bit of skincare and a little bit of makeup, it makes them happy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my daughter-in-law, um, she is uh, into makeup and boy, does it make her happy. Oh. You know, she's just like, oh my God. Like her, my my son bought her some kind of I think it was eyeshadow or for Christmas and it was like oh my gosh like it's so cute I love it and she's gorgeous um I always say you don't need any makeup but I know she loves makeup so and she's <laughs> she knows how to do it so well so I mean it does it's one of those fun things about being you know a woman that um, we get to play with different colors and transform ourselves uh, if we want to. Some people right, are not into yeah. that, but you know, that's, it's, it's a, it's a fun, fun thing. My, my daughter actually um, yesterday, she came home and she had a, um, she's an artist and she had designed, she's nine and she had wow. designed a, um, a, a bag, a, a, a tote uh, out of paper. <laughs> she, she stapled it and she put a little pocket on it and taped that pocket on it. And then in the pocket was all her paper makeup. So she had a little compact with every kind of eyeshadow and every kind of blush. And another one that was like a little cutout that was a lipstick. And she said, well, since you won't let me have any makeup, (laughs) I'm going to make make my own. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'll take charge kind of gal. She's (laughs) informed me, Nancy, that she will be taking over Love Never Fails when she throws up. That's awesome. Pass it on That's down right. The I'm like, don't try to change up on me either. When you're 18, and you're like, oh no, I'm not dealing with all that stuff. And that's a, mom, no, no, no. Oh yeah. So anyway, fun stuff. So Benita, you are kind of uh, so you, you're doing a lot of things. I mean, I know you're still doing your piano lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, for children, and then you're also doing some help at an after, or you're leading an after-school mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so you're pouring in in the same way, elevate, elevate, mm-hmm. elevate, right? Yes. And so, um, tell me, you know, when you think about these kinds of opportunities, like the one that Nancy's talking about here, um, and you think about the students that you're working with, mm-hmm. um, you know, learning how to, like, like my my son and I'm not going to say what the name of the company is because I don't mm-hmm. want to embarrass. I don't want to say anything bad about the company. But I had worked for this network marketing company okay. early in my career. Mm-hmm. My son is now doing it. Okay. I don't think it's the best business model, mm-hmm. um, but it, the skills mm-hmm. that you develop mm-hmm. when you go and do a visit with somebody, you learn how to talk to them. Like Nancy just said, mm-hmm. um, that process of being in an intimate space Um preparing for your presentation, having all your elements pulled together. So key, right? As you're mm-hmm. teaching the younger ones, because yeah. you've got the younger ones. Yeah. First through sixth grade. Okay. Now at the homework center. And um, even more so 
because from a cult, there are cultural differences yeah. there. Um, everything I send to a parent, I have to send um, in a different language as well. Yeah. And um, a language I don't speak. Right. And um, then I have parents also who don't read. So, you know, just trying to be everything for everybody. So learning how to, um, uh, the, the students um, needing to be pretty dynamic. Yes. And just learning how to be, re- you are learning how to be relevant to a right. lot of different cultures, but in terms of developing their skill sets. Right. Finding what they are and and really encouraging them that you are good at this. Right. You know, let's continue to do that and then add on a little bit more and that type of thing. The same skill set that you're mentioning with the Mary Kay and marketing, things like that. You know, I've had all those times of experience too. And yes, they are great. They are a great wealth of information, a great wealth of um, influence that take carry you throughout life. Yeah. You can use them in so many different ways. Yeah. So when we, when we come back, uh, I want to talk some more about that. Um, just for those that are listening, that are thinking about how can I elevate others in my community or mm-hmm. how can I uh, how can I use what's in my hand to, um, you know, as Regina always says, what's in my, what's in your mm-hmm. hand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I use that to um, be a blessing to someone nearby? So we'll come right back and thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back, and thank you for listening to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So uh, we're in the studio today and talking all about um, elevation, about um, recognizing, finding your own gifts, your own talents, and uh, and also, once we found ours, pouring it into others that may not have found theirs, right? And so, I, I was just admiring Nancy's pink hot pink bag in in the uh, in the studio today, and I was just thinking, it's just going back to our original uh, conversation. Uh, I remember there was a time years ago where I literally could not stand hearts or pink, mm. and. Um, it was at that time where I felt like I had to kind of denounce being a woman. You know, I, 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 I mean, I, obviously I was, I was uh, still saying I was a woman, but there was something that I, I couldn't um, be all of the feminine person that I, you know, that I am or the, the person that I am, you know, my expression of femininity, which I'd love pink now. And, and hearts, obviously, love never fails. You've seen the logo. <laughs> but, you know, it's just interesting how um, circumstance, uh, you know, how me needing to survive to mm-hmm. provide for my family and getting into corporate America and working my way up the ranks and having to denounce, you know, I'm not going to cry. I'm not I don't have any emotions about this. I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm, I have thick skin. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. um I'm going to blend in. I, you know, all these different things that you give up um, so that you can survive. And then you get to this place where you're like, okay, um, you know, when you start feeling safe again, I started to feel myself, you know, and, and I started to realize, hey, you know what? I do like pink and I do like hearts. 
and I'm, I am an emotional person and that's okay. Um, and I will tell you that that toughening does help me. It did help me, uh, in my life. It helped me to get a little bit more in balance and in check. Uh, but, um, it's just awesome to have, um, these places where we can go safe places where we can go and, um, express all of who we are. And so, um, just thinking a little bit about, you know, this intimate connection that you see the women having with Polka Dot Powerhouse. Uh, what does that look like? And, and actually, I want to share, uh, I heard from Emily. Emily is uh, our chief of staff at um, Love and Fails, a great woman. And uh, and she has been uh, going to some classes and she recently um, went to a, a Transforming the Bay, a TBC, uh, or Transforming. Transforming the Bay. Transforming mm-hmm. the Bay. She went to a training um, that they done and ex- uh, they for did. Christ. Transforming, Transforming the Bay, Bay for Christ. Christ. Okay. Yes. I was like, what was the C? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, and they um, they are very professional organization and they did this um, development class recently uh, for nonprofits. So she went to that. Uh, she does a lot of our development activities and and the teacher had told a story about how crabs. Do not have to, um, do not have, when you put crabs in a pot, you don't have to put a lid on them. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you guys know this already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I didn't know this. Uh, you know, so many things I don't know. Oh, so no. anyway, I, um, uh, they were, you know, they had caught some crabs. They put them in a pot and the guy said, we got to get a lid or they're going to get out. And the one, the other guy said, no, you don't need to get a lid for a pot of crab crabs because um, crabs will try to climb on top of each other and they will claw at each other's feet and back such that if one starts getting out, um, the others will pull them back down. And that image, um, he said, was the uh, antithesis of collaboration and support and propping each other up. And I thought, you know, we were kind of, uh, Emily and I were kind of going back and talking about how oftentimes nonprofits are, treat each other that way, especially uh, in this space where funding is limited. There's this pulling and yanking on each other instead of a collaboration and a working together to accomplish a common goal. And, you know, we really want to, you know, be more collaborative. And it takes a certain level of trust to do that. Um, and, and so the trust, when you talk about being in these intimate relationships, right. With these women in polka dot powerhouse, and I would imagine collaborating, um, how do you envision, um, pulling, uh, the the team together such to, to, to the level where people trust each other? Well, I, I feel like because it's like a different environment, um, than most groups out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the culture of the organization really is collaboration, not competition. And also to know that there's an abundance out there. Yeah. So when people, excuse me, come from lack, they are fearful that they're not going to, you know, make enough for their, you know, what their needs are. Mm -hmm. And so we actually accomplish that by we don't limit the types of industries we have just to one person. 
you know, there's different con- controversy on that. But Shannon Crotty is our founder, and she totally believes that there's enough to go around for everyone. Mm. So many times I think that people slip into uh, competition, mm-hmm. and that's what breaks down collaborations. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think uh, you touched on your belief is that competition occurs um, when people are used to not having enough. Is that was that what right. you were thinking? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I I don't know if I agree with that. I yeah. I I think that um, competition. I, I actually uh, was watching a video of somebody who was a billionaire, and he had a ton of fear about. Um, people taking what he had, and he it was it was a very interesting video because he was carrying on about. Um, I mean, here he has more than he could spend in his lifetime, mm-hmm. and you know, a legacy established for his entire family. But he didn't want to lose his edge, right. so he wouldn't share what he had. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's it, it's not just people who want or who don't have, but it's also people who have being willing to share what they have. And I also think people who have, I agree too, that I think they're the more competitive ones because they know what it's like to work toward the having, you know, to getting whatever it is they have, where those with lack, um, in many instances, they do that as well, but because they don't have as much, they don't have to be as... Um, afraid of the sharing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I find people with luck are more apt to share than those who don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, just thinking about it from a technology standpoint, um, um, when we go like Cisco, when we go into new markets where we don't have anything to protect, we are like we go gangbusters. Like mm-hmm. we 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 think of everything that needs to be fixed, and we and we can be fresh and new and and uh, approach things in a fresh and new way. Whereas others, other industries that maybe are already established in that space, have to be careful not to completely annihilate what you know mm-hmm. to cannibalize what they already have. Mm-hmm. If you take that that you know analogy. And you bring it into um, a situation where you're sharing resources in a community and you say one can come in because they maybe haven't established very much and be like, we should just do all these things. And others are saying, hold on, I've I've done, you know, I, I've, I've already done something and I've got something to protect here that I don't want to disturb too drastically or too quickly. Mm -hmm. And so there has to be a, that's where the trust comes in. There has to be an understanding, a common understanding of what are you trying to accomplish? What am I trying to accomplish? What can we do together that will create a greater good? Right. And I don't know. Uh, we, we don't have the answers, right? Right. we're (laughs) (laughs) We're all trying to figure it out. I, you know, I know that, um, you know, um, most people, most of the people that I'm working with, their heart is in the right place. It's just um, we get off track sometimes when we when we don't know what someone else's perspective. You know, I, I was talking to uh, one of the people in our staff about, have you ever done like a, a Myers-Briggs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, I was talking to them about, we've done that before. We, mm-hmm. As a staff, we've done a, dis, a DISC report. It was a mm-hmm. DISC, right? And um, and just kind of see where we all plot and just try to understand each other a little mm-hmm. bit more. So anyway, I look forward to meeting um, the women. Um, I won't be out there on the 27th, but I surely look forward to the next meeting. And um, and when we come back, I want you to be able to share all of your um, events that you have coming up. Invite people to come and join us. Um, This is going to be really exciting and um, I look forward to it. So thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll come back and we'll hear about your events and some Love Never Fails events. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So thank you once again. Um, we are so grateful um, to you, Nancy, for being here. Nancy, uh, Nancy uh, Weatherholt from Mary Kay Cosmetics and uh, Polka Dot Powerhouse. Thank you for being here. Um, I know you have some events that you'd like to share with us. Super excited. Go ahead. Just uh let us have it. Yeah. Where, okay, how can we get right. involved? <laughs> okay. Well, actually, there's a couple of things that I'm doing on this coming Monday, which is September 11th. We're holding a benefit fashion show that benefits foster care girls. So I'm personally looking for models. Um, and um, you can contact me on my phone number at 510-714-8766. We actually donate gifts to foster care girls uh, for their holiday gifts. And then another thing that we're uh, doing as far as Polka Dot, we're having our official launch meeting, which is going to be in Pleasanton. It's uh, September 27th. You can go on to polkadotpowerhouse.com. Click on find a chapter and then you click on Pleasanton and it will, you can register for the event. So we're doing that. And then we're also, anyone's interested in doing a pre-launch meeting uh, with us, uh, we're also going to be reaching out for more members because we want to reach our total of 50. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's 13 of you out there that really want and want to be involved in it. Um, so um, where is the um, fashion show going to be? The fashion show is going to be at my Mary Kay studio, which is uh, 6990 Village Parkway. It's in Dublin. And um, you can come as a guest and um, we do also collect raffle prizes so the guests only pay ten dollars but we use the money for the benefit of the girls so it's lots of fun you and i can give you more details on how to become a fabulous model awesome <laughs> and then um just so we're clear what time so oh time it the fashion show starts at seven it's seven to nine okay so I may have some young ladies for you um, that, that are actually um, interested in industry and, um, and and I want them to be exposed to like a safe place to do that. And mm-hmm. so we've been talking about ways to um, tell the difference, you know, and so this sounds like a really great opportunity for yeah, them. So that does. would be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, cool. 
And then uh, the proceeds going to foster young ladies um, that are in foster care. Love that. So I would love to uh, partner with you on the outfits as well. Um, We just talked about that during the break. Um, Double portion. As you know, we have our thrift store um, in Hayward. It's at 22580 Grand Street. Cross Street is A Street. And uh, maybe we can contribute a few outfits to the model. So uh, that would be really exciting. Um, we've got some very nice stuff. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's look look into that. And then, Benita, we have some stuff going on on your end. Yes, we do. And speaking of double portion, we're open Mondays and Thursdays from 12 to 5 and Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday from 10 to 530. Okay. And... Um, on the 16th, we have our monthly street outreach that will be taking place in the Central Valley this um, month. And so you can contact Angela at streets at com, and she can get you all that information. On the 22nd at 530, Vanessa will be speaking at the Concord Hilton for the Bay Area Rescue Mission um, Annual Banquet. And that's at um, their 52nd one. And there, we'll just stop there. And we'll get to some October ones next month. Awesome. Next, next week, I Next week. Yes. Yeah. And so um, do just plug in to uh, what we're doing. Go to our Facebook page, uh, Love Never Fails. Our website, loveneverfailsus.com. We have our events listed there. Um, get involved um, and be the change that you want to see. We thank you so much for your support. And, of course, we want you to know, if you haven't heard it before, that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.